Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. The Rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. Right now, 50 degrees, partly cloudy skies, light rain in some areas. On this Thursday, January 26th, good morning. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. I was expecting it, but not like this big. A large-scale methamphetamine ring busted in New York City and New Jersey. Twelve arrests so far. MSG and Radio City Music Hall get a warning from the state's attorney general over their use of facial recognition to boot people from their venues. Possible terror attacks at two churches in Spain leaves one dead and four hurt, including a priest. Well, the White House does it about face, agreeing to send M1 Abram tanks to Ukraine. As Republicans, they're launching investigations into the origins of the COVID-19 virus and related nursing home deaths. A meth ring takedown. Twelve people arrested so far. More arrests expected during raids Wednesday in New York City and New Jersey. These raids in Washington Heights and Hamilton Heights in Manhattan and one location in New Jersey. The suspects, many have gang ties, according to authorities. Officers, along with agents with Homeland Security and Secret Service, targeted the drug trafficking rings. Brenda Smith, a Washington Heights resident, spoke to ABC7. I tell them straight up, I don't want you standing here. You can't sell here. Move it. On. Go down that way. <laughs> when I came out, they said, did you hear? Somebody said, did you hear? I said, no, I'm on the back. I'm so glad. Charges were unsealed in federal court down in lower Manhattan late yesterday. Defendants face federal drug and firearms charges. A warning Wednesday from New York's Attorney General Letitia James to the owners of Madison Square Garden and Radio City Music Hall. James said the two venues may be violating anti-bias laws with their practice of barring lawyers from its venues if they work for firms suing the company. The AG, in a letter to MSG Entertainment, said that the ban and the company's use of facial recognition technology to enforce it may violate anti-discrimination laws. Here's civil rights attorney Andrew Lieb. He spoke to PIX11. Our anti-discrimination laws are based on your demographic. So if they just want to ban you because you previously were someone they don't like, they can keep you out. The lawyer ban came to light back in October 2022 when attorney Larry Hutcher, a longtime New York Knicks season ticket holder, was told that his seats had been revoked because his law firm was representing ticket resellers suing MSG. He filed a lawsuit in response. MSG representatives have defended the ban, saying in a statement back in November that it wasn't unreasonable. A machete-wielding man killed a sexton and injured a priest and three others at two Catholic churches in the city of Algeciras Wednesday before being arrested. Spain's interior ministry said authorities are investigating the attacks as possible acts of terrorism. 
The suspect is in custody. The ministry hasn't identified him. One prisoner spoke to France 24 News. He was a very dear person in Algeciras, in the parish and at the brotherhood level. A very much loved person in Algeciras. It's truly very shocking and sad news. The priest is reported in stable condition. Well, down in Washington, D.C., President Joe Biden Wednesday announcing that the United States will send 31 of its frontline battle tanks to Ukraine reversing his previous reluctance to provide armored vehicles as Ukrainian forces prepare for a new Russian offensive. These M1 Abrams tanks, which Kiev requested and Biden faced international pressure to deliver, are viewed as critical to stave off a springtime offensive by Russian forces and to help the Ukrainians claw back parts of their country seized during the invasion ordered by Russian President Vladimir Putin. Secretary Austin has recommended this step because it will enhance the Ukraine's capacity to defend its territory and achieve its strategic objectives. The Abrams tanks are the most capable tanks in the world. Biden said in remarks from the White House Roosevelt Room to liberate their land, they need, of course, Ukraine to be able to counter Russia's evolving tactics. House Republicans will, in fact, investigate the origin of the COVID-19 virus, as well as nursing home deaths in New York during the viral pandemic. The announcement from House Majority Leader Steve Scalise of Louisiana. appointed our members. Obviously, the Democrats need to appoint their members, so the committee is ready to start working. But once they get fully constituted, like all of our committees, with both Republicans and Democrats, they're going to go to work. But there are a lot of important issues, and I know we tried to address them in the last Congress, uh, things like the origins of COVID. And, and, of course, the select subcommittee on the coronavirus will be one of those committees. There was outrage over then New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's decision to send COVID-19 positive patients back to nursing homes as hospitals were overwhelmed with patients at the height of the COVID-19 viral outbreak. The decision allowed by the Centers for Disease Control at that time sparked investigations that Cuomo intentionally understated the resulting death toll from these patients being sent back to nursing homes upon the release from hospitals. The virus believed to have either originated at the Wuhan Virology Lab or at the Hunan Seafood Wholesale Market in Wuhan, China. As far as House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is concerned, there will not not be any cuts to your Social Security or Medicare benefits. McCarthy doubled down on his stance that Social Security and Medicare are off the budget cut table on Cudlow Tuesday afternoon. Look, I'm very reasonable. I'm very sensible. All I'm asking for is a responsible debt limit increase. And that means there's fine common ground. Where are we wasting money? Let's eliminate that and let's put us on a path that we can balance our budget. Responding to White House accusations that McCarthy is considering spending cuts to Social Security and Medicare entitlements, the speaker maintained that none of that is true. Both parties are engaging in talks to raise the U.S. debt ceiling after it hit its limit last week. And that has forced the Treasury Department to begin deploying a series of emergency moves to pay federal government bills. President Joe Biden has rolled out a renter's bill of rights as lawmakers push for federal rent control laws. The effort designed to improve rent affordability and protections for tenants. This rollout comes as progressive Democrats have asked Biden to direct different agencies, including the FTC, to limit rent increases. While rent control is common in some cities, there has never been federal residential rent control. 
A spokeswoman from the organization People's Action said the Bill of Rights doesn't do enough. It's lacking in directives. So today is a tenant in the U.S. in a better material condition than they were in yesterday as a result of these actions. Actions. Unfortunately, I don't think we can say that, but there's a lot of potential for us to organize around rent regulations and against market consolidation in the months to come. Nearly 50 progressive lawmakers, including Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York, sent a letter to Biden earlier this month urging the president to take executive action to protect tenants from rising rents. Well, footage of that attack on former U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, could be released to the media as soon as today. That after a judge on Wednesday denied prosecutors' request to keep it secret. San Francisco Superior Court Judge Stephen M. Murphy ruled there was no reason to keep the footage from public view, especially after prosecutors played it in open court during a preliminary hearing last month. The former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi talked about her husband's attack during an interview on CNN. So I run to the door, and I'm very scared. I see this Capitol Police, and they said, we have to come in to talk to you. And I'm thinking, my children, my grandchildren. I never thought it would be Paul because, you know, I knew he wouldn't be out and about, shall we say. Paul Pelosi, Nancy's husband, was asleep at the couple's San Francisco home back on October 28th when somebody broke in and beat him with a hammer. Prosecutors have charged 42-year-old David DePape in connection with that attack. The DA's office argued releasing the footage publicly would only allow people to manipulate it in their quest to spread false information. The California farm worker charged with shooting and killing seven co-workers in back-to-back shootings in Half Moon Bay in California in court yesterday. 66-year-old Shun Lu Zhao faces seven counts of murder and one count of attempted murder. Here's Sheriff Christina Corpus of the San Mateo County Sheriff's Department. Zhao is believed to have acted alone and there is no further threat to this community. This is a devastating tragedy for this community and the families touched by this unspeakable act of violence. The maximum penalty for charges against Zhao, if convicted, would be life in prison or the possibility of the death penalty. Zhao is due back in court on February 16th. A deadly train attack in Germany, a knife-wielding man described as a stateless Palestinian fatally stabbed two people and injured seven others. This happened aboard a train in northern Germany before that man was grabbed by passengers and arrested by police. The motive of Wednesday's attack not immediately known. Interior Minister Sabine Suderlin Vock praised many of the passengers on board that train. We should mention that the passengers intervened very bravely and may well have prevented the attacker doing even more harm. We don't exactly know at the moment, but it's definitely the case that many or at least some of the people on the train, the passengers, were very brave. The attacker was also injured and taken to the hospital. Germany's federal police force said the regional train was traveling from Kiel to Hamburg and arrived eventually at the Brockstedt station. Well, there is a fierce battle for control of the RNC. A secret ballot takes place tomorrow for the Republican National Committee position of chair. Ronna McDaniels wants a fourth term. She is facing challenges from Harmeet Dillon, a former legal advisor to Trump's 2020 campaign and RNC committee member, and MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell, a staunch supporter of the former president. McDaniel herself was tapped by Trump in 2016 to helm the RNC. 
Here's Dylan announcing her run on Tucker Carlson last month. I'm hoping to gain the support of grassroots Americans who do not like the direction of the party and its leadership. They need to contact the 168 members of the RNC in their states and territories and tell them that they, too, want change. And I think that change is popular among the base. I hear from thousands of Americans on a weekly basis about that. They want to see us fighting. And McDaniel said in an interview with Semaphore last week that she's confident she has well enough support to win her fourth term. Well, there's more backlash against Kanye West now, yay, due to his anti-Semitic views. He may not be granted a visa to visit Australia due to his views, the country's education Minister responding to media reports that Ye intends to visit the family of new Australian partner Bianca Sensori in Melbourne next week said the country doesn't grant visas to people with anti-Semitic views. Last month, Ye praised Hitler in an interview with conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. 77 WABC News Time 515. All right, Justin Alex, ready to go with sports. Well, we got you covered here, Deb. Uh, we'll start on the hardwood. The Nets, they lose 137-133 to the 76ers in Philadelphia. Seth Curry led the contest in scoring with his 32 points off the bench, and Kyrie Irving added a 30-piece as well. But Philly's combination of Harden, Embiid, and Tyrese Maxey off the bench proved too much for Brooklyn to handle as they take the loss back home for a matchup with the Detroit Pistons set for tonight at 7.30 p.m. Seth uh, Curry spoke following the game on the Nets coming up just short. You got to go out, try to play well, try to win. In the regular season, there's so many matchups depend on health and what, whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Last time Kevin was here, we lost. Um... I mean, it is what it is. You got to go out and compete. We know we can if we play well. We can compete with anybody like we showed over the past week. So you got to have that mindset where it's no excuses. As for the Knicks, they'll be back after tonight in Boston, tipping it off at the Celtics uh, for a 7.30 p.m. Eastern time matchup on the ice. It was the Islanders and Rangers both dropping nail-butters last night. The Isles fell 2-1 to in Ottawa against the Senators as their winless streak reaches six games now. Brock Nelson scored the lone goal for New York, and they'll take another crack at the win column here when the Detroit Red Wings come into town tomorrow night. As for the Rangers, it took OT for the Toronto Maple Leafs to bury them by a score of 3-2. Philip Heedle mustered up all the blue shirt offense on the night with his two goals, but it was Toronto's Mitch Marner who buried the game winner with just 19 seconds into the extra period. The Rangers will try and wrap up the season's first half on a high note with the Vegas Golden Knights set to come to town tomorrow night before New York enters the All-Star break here. And uh, looking ahead to future hockey action tonight, you got just one game to look forward to. Doubles are out in Nashville. They'll face it off with the Predators at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Here with the Early News Sports Update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Lou Dobbs has your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Tesla shares slightly higher, beating earnings and revenue targets. The EV maker reporting record deliveries last quarter. The outlook improving for Tesla as production ramps up in China. The company investing more in domestic production, building a multi-billion dollar plant in Nevada. Earnings season continues with more financial reports. Visa forecasts to report an annual revenue increase of more than 9%. MasterCard's revenue forecast up 11% annually. And initial jobless claims expected to have risen slightly last week. Wall Street missed. 
missed recent targets as the labor market remains stubbornly tight. Today is the last weekly jobs report before next week's Fed meetings. Today's GDP report forecast to show the economy slowing last quarter, Wall Street targeting a 2.6% annual growth rate, down from 3.2% in the third quarter. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Looking at futures, the Dow down 13 points. The S&P is draw, uh, actually up now, five and a quarter points. The NASDAQ up 48 and a quarter. Gold down $4.90 an ounce. Crude oil at $80.80 a barrel. That's up 65 cents. The WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. News time is 520. 15 years, $12 billion in the making. The LIRR began its service to Grand Central Madison Wednesday in Midtown Manhattan. New York's Governor Hochul aboard the first train to pull into Grand Central Terminal in the Big Apple. It was quite a journey to get here. I'm not talking about the 22-minute ride from Jamaica Station. I'm literally talking about something that started under eight of my predecessor governors. The MTA is making more plans now that the LIRR trains are heading into Grand Central Madison. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard has more. MTA Chairman Jano Lieber says combined tickets will be offered to customers looking to travel between the Long Island Railroad and Metro North. It makes sense now that these two great railroads finally, finally are roommates in historic Grand Central Station. He says those tickets will be discounted since customers will be using the entire regional railroad system, which runs from Port Jefferson to Poughkeepsie. Full service has yet to begin since trains will run as shuttles for the next few weeks between Grand Central and Jamaica. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Alex Barnard. A local lawmaker in New York is hoping to remove embattled Congressman George Santos from office. 77 WABC's Noam Layden Nassau County lawmaker Josh Lafazin is introducing the George Bill that would bar certain people from holding office. Any ordinary citizen applies for a job, they have to undergo a background check. Shouldn't our members of Congress? Lafazin says he's fed up with all the lies George Santos has told, and he says the Republican would not pass a routine background check. But Democrats like Lafazin would love to see Santos go in a special election called because they believe a Democrat would win back that seat. For early news, I'm Noah. Now, also on Wednesday, several fundraising committees associated with Santos filed amendments to their statements of organizations notifying the Federal Election Commission of a new treasurer. But the newly listed treasurer, Thomas Datweiler, said he doesn't work for the Santos campaign and that the filings were signed under his name without his consent. Well, jury deliberations began yesterday. They resumed today for the man on trial for that deadly Halloween terror attack in Manhattan. Eight were killed, 11 hurt in that attack on October 31st, 2017. Defendant Saifolo Saipaw faces life in prison or the death penalty if he's convicted. But the deliberations apparently hit a snag. One of three questions that jurors sent the judge at the end of deliberations yesterday was, if we found him not guilty, would he be recharged? Here's what former NYPD Commissioner James O'Neill had to say about Saifoff back in 2017. After the collision, the driver of the truck, a 29-year-old male, exited the vehicle brandishing two handguns. A uniformed police officer assigned to the first precinct confronted the subject and shot him in the abdomen. The subject was wounded and transported to a local hospital. Jury deliberations resume today. 
One child critically hurt and more than a dozen other children suffered minor injuries after a fire broke out in a two-story house in Kew Garden Hills, Queens, Wednesday. 77 WABC's Bob Brown reports. FDNY Chief John Esposito says it appears an e-bike in the basement might have started the fire. There was a lithium-ion battery involved with the fire. Uh, it's being investigated by the fire marshals at this time. Uh, we're not sure what the involvement in the fire was or what the cause is yet, and that's being investigated. The building had a daycare and dental lab in the basement at 72nd Drive. The Department of Buildings says both were operating without the proper permits. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News. An investigation into that fire and its cause continues as of this morning. Well, public university in New Jersey, as well as federal authorities, are partnering together. The effort is to fight human trafficking through the creation of a new phone app. 77 WABC's James Flippin has the details. Allie Boat heads up the Global Center on Human Trafficking at Montclair State University. She says this smartphone app aims to educate members of law enforcement as to the best way to spot and handle a potential human trafficking case. Usually they don't know what to do, so they just walk away. Cases of human trafficking slip through the cracks because it's a very complex crime. It often takes a lot of intelligence, a lot of investigation, a lot of interviewing. It's in partnership with the Department of Homeland Security's Newark office. Authorities say human trafficking is a $150 billion criminal enterprise across the globe. For early news... I'm James Flippin. In Graves and Brooklyn yesterday, a man wearing traditional Jewish Jewish clothing allegedly tried to abduct a boy from a synagogue in Brooklyn. It happened on East 7th Street in the Graves End section about 9.30 in the morning. This nine-year-old boy was attending a bris at the synagogue where the 42-year-old suspect was praying. The man apparently asked the child to go outside, and the boy said no. So the suspect then picked up the child and attempted to walk out. The boy's mother intercepted, pulling her son away. The suspect ran off. 42-year-old Yossi Mayer was located by Flatbush Shamrim, allegedly hiding in a nearby yeshiva. He was charged with the following, kidnapping, endangering the welfare of a child, and harassment. A retired New York Giants Hall of Fame defensive end, Michael Strahan, has been honored with his own star on Hollywood's prestigious Walk of Fame. Terry Crews spoke at Strahan's induction. When you talk about success, it's what you do for other people. You're the love that you show for your fellow human being. And this is the essence of Mike's career. When you see that smile, it's real. When you see when he says hello to you, it's real. So Michael Strahan, now one of 2,725 celebrities on the walk, which was established back in 1960. The requirement for getting your own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame is just basically being famous in any of the five fields of film, television, music, radio, and comedy live theater. Well, as you know, the Super Bowl coming up February 12th out in Arizona, and we'll know this weekend who is going to be competing in that. And uh, this one's for you, animal lovers. Of course, preceding the Super Bowl is the Puppy Bowl. And uh, this sporting event right before the big game will be getting a much wider audience this year. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard explains. In its first year since the Warner Brothers Discovery merger, the highly anticipated puppy football game will run on its usual network, Animal Planet, as well as on the Discovery Channel, TBS, HBO Max, and Discovery Plus. Last year's trial of streaming the event on Discovery Plus, along with its run on Animal Planet, 
Planet was a rousing success, and Warner Brothers is expanding even further this year. Puppy Bowl 19 will feature nearly 130 puppies, 67 shelters from 34 states, and as a first, will even feature a puppy player from the West Indies. The game begins on Sunday, February 12th at 2 p.m. Eastern. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Alex Barnard. 77 WABC News Time 529. If you missed the top five of five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.